Greetings, leaders, and welcome to another episode of Leadership Is Podcast Season 2, Episode 51. We are about to go into Season 3, our next episode. Man, I'm so excited that we've been able to be uh, on this Anchor app and doing these episodes uh, for as long as we have. We have had for the past two seasons some excellent guests. Our last guest that was on the podcast uh, was Miss Robin Hatcher, who's a communication expert. And you can catch that on season two, episode 50. Um, but today we're talking about the great return or the ROI of the great return. And so we're going to talk about this today. Just please, uh, you know, pay attention to this. And this could absolutely help your company out a lot. Thank you. The Great Return The ROI of the Great Opportunity The Great Opportunity is what I call the Great Resignation. Many people have dubbed the Great Resignation uh, and it's actually called that because of the pandemic. But I call it the Great Opportunity because within it, there is an opportunity. I remember listening to the great Brian Tracy who told or was talking about or described three ways of how to look at a problem. And he said, the first way to look at a problem is to look at it as a situation. And then he said, the second way to look at a problem is to look at it as a challenge. He said, but the third and most important way of how you look at a problem is look at it as an opportunity. And that is, in fact, what this great resignation is. It's an opportunity. The pandemic, COVID-19, has exposed a lot of things as it relates to leadership development, uh, as it relates to equity, diversity, equity and inclusion, you know, as it relates to a lot of the infrastructures of businesses and companies and how companies are ran and especially company cultures. So there definitely is an opportunity in this time for us to study, uh, you know, what has happened. I did a a podcast with uh, Tony, uh, I'm sorry, Anthony Muhammad, and who was dealing with education. And as he was talking about the uh, the the the, um, the pandemic, he was talking about the pandemic didn't really produce, you know, <laughs> you know, problems. What it did was it exposed problems that were already there that had been ignored or you know not paid attention to or or not. Uh, dealt with. And so he said that it just exposed or lifted the veil of what was already present. And so the great opportunity that's found in the great resignation, and we're going to talk about the ROI of the great opportunity. So the great resignation, as they called it, right, as of February the 22nd, 4.3 million workers quit their jobs. According to Willis Tower Watson's 2022 Global Benefits Attitude Survey, 44% of employers, uh, oh, I'm sorry, of employees are now job seekers, right? 
They are now job seekers. But think about this. More than 60% of leaders and 87% of high potential leaders are feeling burnout. 45% of women experts felt that, you know, they like, uh, like they needed to uh, switch companies in order to advance in leadership, you know, uh, compared to 32% of male executives. And so, you know, th- this is really um, a great opportunity, but it's really exposing a lot of uh, immaturities, a, a lot of disadvantages, um, a lot of inconsistencies uh, as it relates to the infrastructure of some companies and the development of the leaders of said companies. And so there's something that I want to share with you. I recently purchased a book by the lady named, uh, the author's name is Donna Cutting. She's also the author of 501 Ways to Roll Out the Red Carpet for Your Customers. She has a new book that's entitled Employees First, uh, inspire, engage, and focus on the heart of your organization. And she's definitely going to be uh, our guest on Leadership Is podcast uh, pretty soon here. But, you know, one of the things that she was talking about in her book, um, it is, I believe it is on page uh, six in uh, Employees First. And listen to what she talked about in her book here, right? So what she was doing is she was talking about for the team of uh, Fans First Entertainment, which was, uh, you know, someone that she uh, had interviewed or spoken with. Um, And also, yeah, uh, at Savannah Bananas, right? (laughs) And so what she was talking about here is, here's something that the, the founder of that organization was talking about as it relates to, um, you know, or as it relates to employees coming back to the office, she says that he painted a picture of what it was going to be like for them at the end of this crisis. She says, when we open, I mean, he says, when we open the stadium for opening night, people are going to be lined up for hours before the game. They're not going to walk into the stadium. They're going to run inside. They're going to see each other. And they'll be smiling and laughing. They'll be so excited to be back together. They'll be so excited to be back together. See, this is what, you know, uh, many organizations should be looking at is, you know, when employees are coming back to the office, first question is, what are they coming back to? What are they coming back to? There was a survey that was put out during the pandemic that showed as it relates to company culture had increased 57 percent due to, uh, you know, the pandemic. Why? Well, uh, you know, employees were not in the office feeling cooped up. Number one. Number two is when they were doing these Zoom meetings. Now, this is at first. Now, people have been reported to have Zoomed out. (laughs) You know, because of so much of the digital platform, people are somewhat ready to come back with, you know, personal interactions together. Um, However, 
But with the Zooms, you know, people were able to see, you know, little children in the background or kittens in the background. So it made the uh, those that were seemed to be um, unapproachable in the office a little more human because they were able to see, you know, humanized flaws. Right. Uh, <laughs> looking at, you know, these pictures and these imperfected imperfections um, in in their behavior as it relates to trying to accommodate um, the the accidental exposure of children and and pets in the background of their Zoom platform. So, yeah. So, but company culture increased by fifty seven percent. So this tells us a lot, right? It is you know what one thing we need to study before people come back to work or the great return or they run back to the office is. Where was your culture before the pandemic started, right? What systems you had in place uh, to safeguard, um, you know, a a non-toxic culture? See, you can't just fire people. Uh, I mean, you can, but really, you know, where is the coach approach as it relates to saving employees? There's some, you know, you absolutely just have to get rid of. It's like a bad tooth in the mouth. You know, you can crown so much or you can do a root canal just, you know, so much. There's something that you just have to extract out. I get it. However, um, if you are plucking a dirty fish out of a dirty fish bowl and then you're hiring or bringing in a cleaner fish, but putting them back into a dirty fish bowl, it's just a matter of time before that new fish you put in there becomes dirty as well. So what you have to do is study why the fish tank or the fish bowl is dirty in the first place. And then how do you clean this fish bowl? Right. So that whatever fish that you may have in that fish bowl, they too uh, become clean. So According to uh, Willis Tower Watson's 2022 Global Benefits Attitude, as we stated, 44% of employees are job seekers. That is a wonderful opportunity. That's a great opportunity. Now, when you're looking at the great, you know, uh, the great return here, I want to read something to you from Good Hire. Good Hire says now uh, in this article that they have here, as the pandemic wanes, many companies are calling their workers back to the office. But these businesses are finding that they still have to make remote work concessions. Managers are realizing they cannot just flip the switch and demand that all employees return to the office for all of their shifts. With that in mind, you know, good Good, good hire wanted to identify current management trends and discover the working models that uh, managers prefer potentially leading to the great return. So they surveyed over 3,500 American managers to find out um, their remote versus invoice preferences in office, pardon me, uh, preferences as they move into the summer of 2022. And the summary of their findings was 78% of managers surveyed had workers in the office at some point prior to COVID-19. 75% of managers said that some type of in-person work was preferred. 60% of the managers either strongly agreed 
or agreed that a full-time return to the office was happening in the near future. 24% of the managers did not believe their company would mandate a full-time return to the office this year. However, 51% of managers thought employees wanted to return to the office full-time and 49% were unsure or did not think employees wanted to return. So, you know, here, here, here's, you know, some, some, that's a lot of data to consider, right? But according to CNBC, um, they have a make it article, right? Which also uh, shared a Microsoft survey. And they said the top five aspects of work uh, employees, of work employees viewed as very important to return to the office is number one, a positive culture. Number two, well-being benefits. Number three, a sense of purpose. Number four, flex work. And number five, more than two weeks paid vacation. So here, here's, here's the opportunity, right, that's found in the great return is that it's, it's showing us what in uh, the 44 percent of employees who are job seekers, what they find important aspects of coming back to the jobs. They number one, they want to come back to a positive culture or a clean fishbowl. Right. They want to come back to a positive culture. They want to have well-being benefits. See, it's not so much as the pays, you know, the pay rate that people are offering. People are offering all of these bonuses, you know, to bring people on to the jobs and whatnot. But, you know, employees are really seeking well-being benefits. Like, can I take some time off just for mental days and just to, because of this pandemic locally? Um, Nathan Ramsey, you know, uh, of the Land of Sky Council put out a, uh, you know, put out a report about over 25,000 jobs that were available and two reasons why these people were not getting these jobs. Number one was because they were unsure of uh, COVID-19 safety protocols. And number two, you know, the child care, they needed someone to take care of their children uh, that were also under these, um, you know, COVID-19 safety protocols to make sure that their children were safe when they did return to work. So again, you know, but this national uh, CNBC article here stated that, you know, five aspects of work employees view that employees view as very important, a positive culture, well-being benefits, a sense of purpose, flex working or flex flexible work schedules and more than two weeks of paid vacation. When you're looking at a sense of purpose, right? Millennials are, are driven and Gen Xers are driven by seeing if their intellectual property will be valued, right? They want to, they want to give valuable input um, as it relates to the development of not only the products and services, but the direction that the organization is going into, right? So they want to be valued in that way. They want to be given growth and development opportunities, not just this cap on a job description and then that's it. And then you're paying them for X, Y, and Z. They want to, 
have opportunities where they can grow and develop. So they want to be connected to a sense of purpose. They want to know what is this employee, what is this organization really about? Right. And how can I add value to the core value or the mission statement or the KPI of this organization? And so then, you know, that's uh, those are five great aspects. And what those things would do. Right. Is that um, many leaders who are next generation leaders um, who are looking at these five aspects, who are looking at this data, who are. Uh, trying to hire these 44% of employees who are job seekers, they use the three mindsets of next generation leaders, which is to adapt, innovate, and connect, right? They adapt, innovate, innovate, um, and connect. And so what you're looking at is they have to adapt to the times, what's happening. You know, in order for you to truly adapt, you have to understand the trends that are taking place so that you can adapt to the trends, adapt to the time. Then you innovate your, 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 pro, your, you, you innovate your, um, your, your products and your services, right? So when employees, the 44% of these employees who are looking for jobs come in, they're looking at innovative ways of how to uh, uh, have this products and services based on the adaption that is taking place. And then you connect, you connect to the people, you connect to your staff, you connect to your shareholders, you connect to your ideal customers of your innovative products based on how you have adapted to the time, right? So that's what next generation leaders, that's what they do is they adapt, innovate, and connect. And once you're able to do that um, and incorporate these five aspects of what employees are, you know, find very, what these 44% of job seekers find very important in order for them to return to the office, right? Then what happens is the ROI of this great return, the, 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 return on your investment, what you would get from your, because see, here's what I want you to also consider, right? Is that um, as this great uh, return is taking place, the true ROI, the true return on your investment is number one, there is an opportunity to change the culture of your organization. There is an opportunity to change the culture of your organization. Remember now that when this pandemic was going, a report was put out that 57, that company cultures increased by 57%. Why? What was going on so bad? <laughs> right? Why was your company? Why, why could your company culture increase when no one is in the office by 57%? That's interesting. You should study that right? You should study your company culture. Number two, the next return on your investment, right, of the great return is an increase in employee engagement. According to Gallup, right, as it relates to employee engagement, currently 36% of U.S. employees are engaged in their work and workplace which matches Gallup's uh, composite percentage of engaged employees in 2020. 
Globally, 20% of employees are engaged at work. The percentage of actively disengaged employees is up slightly in the U.S. from 14% in 2020 to 15% through June of 2021. So employees are, you know, really like really not engaged, right? in this work but again the return on investment as it relates to the great return is you can increase your employee engagement by uh increasing or you know changing your company culture and how you can the third return on investment is it's an opportunity for you to build or rebuild relationships so the great return the, the, the great the, the ROI on the great return to work is three. It's opportunity to change your company culture. It's uh, opportunity to increase employee engagement and it's an opportunity to build or rebuild relationships. People have not been in the offices for, for, for quite a while. This is an opportunity for you to show as a leader that you have growth and development. You have grown over this uh, over this pandemic, over this period of time, right? It's an opportunity for you to look at uh, the 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 holes in your armor, right, in the organization to to build the culture, the company culture, to keep the company culture, or or, or make the company culture better. So that, you know, people will want to come back. Like, you got to give them something to come back to. You know, people don't want to come back to the same old, same old organization, the same old toxic culture that it was before they left. No, this is an opportunity right now for you. And it has been an opportunity for the past year or so or more uh, for you to have looked at your company culture, look at statistically look at the employee engagement, look at the employee retention, right? Or the revolving door even, and seeing what can be changed. How can I adapt, innovate, and connect as a leader and change my company culture, right? Or you as a upcoming leader, how can you be an asset to the organization in helping to change the company culture and helping to increase in employee engagement, right? You do this by building or rebuilding relationships, right? By building or rebuilding relationships um, with people by being authentic and sincere, right? So 44% of these employees who are job seekers are coming back. They're looking for positive culture, well-being benefits, a sense of purpose, flexible work schedules, and more than two weeks of paid vacation. This is the, the, and the, the, the ROI of all of this is you get a great company culture. You have an increase in employee engagement. As you know, I remember reading, you know, it in Employees First by Dunant Cutting that if you take care of your employees, they will take care of your customers, right? And this will have an increase in the quality of your products and your services. So the true return or the true ROI of the great return is the opportunity to change your company culture, increase employee engagement, 
and build or rebuild relationships that are sustainable to making sure that you have quality products and services and that your legacy of your organization is sustained. Hey, thank you so much for enjoying another episode of Leadership is Podcast Season 2, Episode 51. We're talking about the ROI of the great return found in the great opportunity. And the three great points or the three great return on your investment in the great return is number one, the opportunity to change your company culture. Number two, increase your employee engagement. And number three, build or rebuild relationships. Hey, if you would like to have a discussion on how JM Leadership Development can help you to fill or build your leadership bench, please don't hesitate to reach out. 828-333-7234. Or you can give us um, an email, send us an email at thejasonamohammed at gmail.com. And always remember, leadership is influence and service. Mm -hmm.